want to share with you a, a thought process maybe as a message for us because I'll say by the Ben Sarah Murrah so, Chazal say about the Ben Saramara that there never was a Ben Saramara and there never will be a Ben Saramara. Ben Saramara is, so why the Torah write it? Now, obviously, it doesn't mean that the Bershom felt that there wasn't enough to learn, learn in the Torah, so he had to add another partial just in case he were bored. Right? So obviously the point I mean there's something very specific, a lesson we have to learn in the parsha of Pensar Murra that there's a message that's very significant. So Khazal Darshan and Shemeya Bakalenu that's written in the Lushan of Kalenu, that it's our call, not Kalusenu, our Kalus, but our call. So Khazal said that the father and the that there's only did a Bensar Murra if the father and the mother have the same book and the same call, which is one of the reasons why it's very rare to have a Ben Saramara because most of them don't have the men and women don't have the same curl. And the Morris says if they have to have the same curl, they also have to be shoved a bimaro bakoma. They have to have the same height and they have to look to look the same. So by the time you're finished with that, very rarely will you have a Ben Saramara because that the father and the mother should have the same voice, the same height, and the same mara, uncommon. Well what's the point? What's the message? Okay, so now that, that that's not there, what's what what's what is the message? So first uh, in his, in his uh, collected writings, he has a volume on Chinuch. So he has a section on uh, talks about the Ben Saramara. This is a fascinating thing that you only can kill a Ben Saramara if the parents have done everything that they have to do. If the parents are in some way at fault, we don't kill the child because it means that he has not re- received the proper Chinuch, which we can then hope that if we find the individual who will give him the proper chinuch, we can rehabilitate him and correct him. But if the parents have done everything appropriately, and still the child end, ends up the way he is, so then why should we believe that anybody else is going to be more successful, and we have to, uh, we, have to uh, re- we have to remove him. So what Nakuda of chinuch is the Pusik stressing over here that's very significant, that if you don't have that, it's lacking, and therefore there cannot be a Betzar murder. The curl you find, I mean, I'm, I'm the, I mean, most of you, you find curl in the, in the Siddur Agra, in the Avni Elio, it says over there that Shemap Kuleinu, the difference in a curl, curl is not Kitra Kadibur, that's words, that's our, that's our, that's our words. Kuleinu is the curl which comes out from inside of the person. Yishma Bukal Shoifer, the curl is the sound which comes out from inside of the being. That's the inner mahus of the being. So if the, if the father's curl and the mother's curl are the same curl, then that means the message which the, ch- the child is hearing from both parents is the same message. So he's maram is that the idea that they have the same karma means they both have the same stature in the child's eyes. You have a situation where the, he respects the father, not the mother, vice versa. So that, then, then that's going to be there's going to be some element of chesaron in, in his chinuch because the mila the mother is supposed to put in or vice versa is lacking because he doesn't respect her. So she's lacking in the kaima in the sense of not the physical height but the stature. But the curl has to be the same curl. So if you have a situation where one parent is being very soft with the child, one parent is being very harsh with the child, so the chinuch is lacking. And it's not the child. We cannot. It's not the child's fault. And we have to find somebody out there who's going to be able to give him the proper chinuch. And we do not kill the child. He says, "Okay, that sounds very nice, but the nature of people is some people are more inclined to be soft. 
Sometimes the father is like that, and the mother is more is more harsh, and vice versa. So how do you get that the both parents should be holding with the exact same message to the child? And he, can, he has the line over there, you know, the mother says, wait till your father comes home, you'll be in trouble. So that's very bad for What type of message that to the child? It means I can't handle it. And I don't mind so much, but your father's going to kill you, right? You know that, that's not a good message, you know. But you know, and vice versa, you know. Some, some, sometimes it's the other way around. When your mother hears about this, you're going to be in trouble, right? Like, you know, I, that's not. It's not going to work. Says, but how do you do that? The Misa people are different, you know. The Misa agreeing on, you know, Yidden may are made that they don't agree with anything, they don't agree about anything. So how do you get that they should agree, with, agree about something? The morale says that you say uh, the tefillah, the Rebbe Chibben Akana. That you say this tefillah that he wrote in that shouldn't say Atomei Torah but Atomei right and this is the way the Rambam learned this is a, every person should say this I shouldn't say Atomei Torah I shouldn't be kosher but Aralacha and I used to be chaverai and vice versa so what's this conversation of Yisumi chaverai Pasha means I should say the right thing and Melech Chaverim will be happy. I shouldn't be nishab daraloha, the male will be happy. He says, no, no, it's the opposite. The nature of, the, of Jews is if, if Ruman says A, Shimon says B. So if I'm wrong, he's right. So he's going to have a hand over me. Uh, to the point he'll gloat, the male will get punished from Shemayim for gloating over my mistake. That's what you're davening for. He says, what's that kind of shot? He says, because for Rebbe Yatara, only comes if Ruman says A and Shimon says B, and male will be challenged each other. But if I say A and Shimon says A, so what's, what's, the, what's the accomplishment? The coin that comes to the I say A, hey, Shimon says B, so I said it can't be B, because I'll bring a Raya, it can't be B. So I said, no, it could be B, I'll bring a Raya, it could be B. So there's a Rebbe of Torah. So Russia made Jews, that the nature of Jews is we're contentious. But after, so that applies to men and women, the husband and wives also. Anybody, you know, you know the belt says that, that you know, marriage is not as good as Bracham Ticket, it's not as bad as you might say it is. So it's not that bad. But Khmeinish, that it's, you know, perfect. You know, Khmeinish. Uh, the, 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 I heard once. Give me the hishtalsus of the war. I'm good. So I was. I traveled to Chastan Monsi. It was, it was in the. So, get from here to Monsi by without without driving, going by public transportation is a, is a headache. Because there's no real way to do it. So uh, unless you want to take the red and tan line from from Port Authority. Or the Monty bus from whatever. So, Misa, the Chasna party was staying, it was from Chicago, the Chasna side, and they were all staying in Newark by the airport. So, they arranged the bus going from Newark, the airport, to the Chasna. I said, Great, I'll take the train to Newark Airport. I'll take the bus. So, I got to this bus, and there's like 35 people on this bus who know each other very intimately, and me. And the bus driver. So I showed him to the bus driver the whole way. It was one tourist guy. I showed him to the bus driver the whole way. Because like, he also didn't know anybody else. You know, the sort of people like talking to each other, totally ignoring me. And you know, I, I mean, I could push myself in, but whatever. You know. And I had the bus driver. So the bus driver told me he used to be the private driver for Israel Tauber, Shlita. So I was milking him for things that he heard from Israel Tauber. I see. I'm getting this look. Who was Israel Tauber? Like, you know, okay. You go back 20 years ago, everybody knew he heard of his name. He was he and Shimshim Pinkus were the people who started Shalhevis, this organization for Kirov. Mashunadik is speaker. He has thousands of some called tapes that they used to use. They're in the Smithsonian now. You can see them, right? And some people still use them. There's a few people because you know because they haven't converted them yet, right? So he they have thousands of tapes from him. Mashunadik is the English swarm, Hebrew swarm. So he one time, this individual, this driver, had Shalom Bayes issues, so he asked him to tell her advice for Shalom Bayes. 
So he asked, the Rebbe Tauber asked the driver, he says, have you ever seen how they polish diamonds? He says, no. So Rebbe Tauber was a businessman. He, he was a businessman. He, was, he wasn't a, he was a Talmud Chacham but he was a businessman. So he says, he, he, he was, you know, so he said, you go to, what they do is they take a raw diamond. And you have a person who's an expert and he puts it into a vise and they put this pressure on it in the right spot and it breaks the diamond into two. So now you have two raw diamonds. So the next step is to polish them. So you have to polish a diamond. There's nothing as hard as a diamond. Diamond is the hardest substance known to man. So the only thing which polishes a diamond is a diamond. Which diamond do you use? You use the two halves. So if the, if the, if the, per, the diamond cutter got it right, he broke in the right spot, they'll polish each other and you get this beautiful polished diamond. So he says, the Russian took out a makab and he ripped them apart right at the right spot. He rubs them against each other and you get polished diamonds. The goal is not to have this marriage where there's no problems. You know? The Maisa, which they say from Shlomo Zalman, by his wife's Levi, he got up and he said that the Minig is to ask Mechila from the spouse, Peshaz the Petira. I'm not asking Mechila because there's nothing in our 50 plus years of marriage that we never once got into a disagreement. So I want, one of my friends told me this story. He says that's the beautiful story. It's come out also to say this story over, and it's totally irrelevant for 99.9%. Per what does it help for me? I already had a fight with my wife. Now what? So what does it help me? What does it teach me? It teaches me that I'm an Abelchol. You know, like, Shkoyev. I need somebody who would talk a hat fight with his wife and learn how to deal with it. He should teach me how to deal with it. That, that's what I need. I don't need somebody that, you know, that never had a fight with his wife. So the Russian made his contention. So how in the world do you have this, this father and this mother? The mom said the exact same message to the kid. Punch not try it. It's not try it. Good, so that's Taka. So, well, yeah, there never was. But, what, what, but at the point of the duration of Kabbalah's car is to teach a message to the parents that this is what they're supposed to strive for. How are they supposed to do it? So he says it's Pashit. If, you're, if, you're, simple, if your total goal in life is just to be that's all you want to do, you always do the right thing. And they both come up with the same answer because it's the Ratzon of Kaddish Borachu. So simple. Huh? Well, how do you, that, that, now what? So how in the world do you do, you do Oysa Ratzon of Kaddish Borachu? I mean, how, what does it mean you're Mavatal Ratzon So you, very simply, you open up a Chazal, you open up Torah, you open up your Reprim Shemulevitz, you know, he tells you what to do, right? It doesn't work like that. So some of you have been already, I told you my story about the color war in Tel Zajib, right? So color war in Tel Zajib, I'm sitting in, in the, Tel Zajib has a camp for the boys in the summertime, Camp Kultura. They take over most of the, most of the campus. They don't touch the base matters. Base matters, you can still, you know, function. So I'm sitting there in base matters one day, and all of a sudden, sort of the end, end of the camp, and these three boys, like oh, 14, 15, come running in. They're looking for Rabbi Reingold. Okay, finally somebody points in my direction, what can I do for you? They're having called the war, and they have the two teams, whatever the two teams are, I think they're called. Let's say it's Rizas and Hispanus. okay? Right? So uh, they, the part of the, the, the thing, that they have to make banners from Chazals for their team. So they, the general of the team sent them to base matters to find a Rangel. Rangel should show them some Chazals about the importance of Rizas. Okay, very good. So I find them three chazals about the part of those reasons. They, they pick the ones that they liked. They're very happy and they leave. Half an hour, the, the guys for who, for who are for his Blenonus finally made it way to base Madrash, because they weren't Zerizas, they were his Blenonus, right? And they come to the so they, look, they come in slowly looking for Rabbi Reingold, right? Because they're being his Blenonus. And somebody points into Rabbi Reingold and they ask him, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? So they, so they tell me that they need three chazals about the parts of his Blenonus. So I finally give them three chazals about the part of his Blenonus and they're very happy and they go back to their, slowly back to their, their, their team. Okay. So that everybody's very happy except for me because I just found three chazals about how important Jesus is. Three chazals about how important his brotherness is. 
So which one's right? So it's, it's a very scary thing. So if a person by nature, this very zoristic a person, and he never stops and thinks, he can make all the chazals in the world about how Jesus is important. He's got all these chazals. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And the guy was like, Pasha, you never get him to move anything. He's always thinking. He's got all the chazals. Well, the person, he's Pasha's Kamayim Multaiser, you know, Kalisa Mishkoi Avicha, you know, he has it all about, you know, he's right you know. So what's supposed to happen? You have chazals like this, you have chazals like that. So, so whatever you want, you're going to find a chazal to support you. That's, that's, that, that, what, what's supposed to happen? So Rabbi Taka told us Rabbi one time, he told me, he says there was a bachar in, in the mirror. Taka had this look of his brother and was pushed. You could not get him to, to decide anything. He would think it over and think it over and overthink it and think it over and think it over. He'd overthink it. So he goes to Shmuz for Rukhan Shalabas Taka Parshas Vayifi. And Rukhan gives this major Shmuz, says, Pachas Kamayim Tal Toysar, you shouldn't, you have to think before you do something. He comes back, you see, Rukhan said, I'm right. You guys are telling me I need, need to move, a little more, make decisions. Rukhan said, I'm right. He's got the Shmuz of them, you know. Shkayat, now what? There's a word from Dessler. Dessler says, Rukhan also in his letters says the same word. Dessler says, It's a Taka Pelot Gazach. Dabba's initial of the it's Dabba's initial Levium, the initial Chachamim, Bolak Prishua, Chachamim, Koshbrochu, Atzmah, Prishua, Allah's Mastarasi. So let's get this straight. So that means there's this fine Yid over here who was living in this man right before the Korban, and he wants to know what, what's the right thing to do with so He goes to the Nobi, he says, Are you doing anything wrong? He says, No, you're fine. Pasha, I don't say anything wrong with you. No problems with you. He goes to the Chachamim, No, everything is wonderful. I see no problems with you. All of a sudden, the Messiah is destroyed. He said, what happened? He said, I don't know. The Beam said, I don't know. The Chavah said, I don't know. So what do you want from the poor guy? He tried. He went to the Chacham. He went to the Nobi. They said, everything is fine. They didn't see any problems. So why did the Russian destroy the base of Mikdash? What do, you want from the, what do you want from the person? He says, why is the Chais? That if you really want to find the Amos, you'll find the Amos. That's what he said. That's what Dessa says. He says, the Chais. The Chacham doesn't know. The Nobi doesn't know. But you can know. Teef, teef, you know there's something wrong. And if you really want to find the answer, you'll find the answer. But that's quite a, that's quite a challenge. That's quite a challenge. Because I have all the chazals that I'm right. You know, my nature, I happen to be, my client, I happen to be, I happen to be a very verbose person. Right? So I'll be all the chazals important. So, you know, you're know, connecting with people, and, you know, telling them, in front of my office, I have all the chazals in my pocket. This other guy, he talks to me, he happens to be a very reticent person, he happens to be a very quiet person, and you know, he has the chazals about the importance, you know. Shtika, some high level shtika, you know. That's not the answer. The answer is, what does the Bershom want from me? That's the kasha. That's takasha kasha. So, what do you do? So, Revolva has a fascinating thing in Alisher Keller Bay's. See, he talks about there's Liman HaMusur and there's Arboidah HaMusuris. Liman HaMusur, Liman HaMusur, that itself is quite a, quite a challenge to learn Musar appropriately and properly. And that, that he has pages and pages on that. But then he says, after you got to the process of Liman HaMusur, getting it right, something called Arboidah HaMusur. And he says, before you start Arboidah HaMusur, we have to learn something. He says, you don't get it right. He says, after, like, you know, he goes through, like, he, has, he, has, he, did this, he did this with a group of Talmudim. He did it in a series of Vadim, and they would give him a... a, a, a practical thing that they have to work on for weeks, etc. He said they spent six months, months on this avoider. He says, if end of all this, you don't seem to be getting anywhere with it. You know, be a good Jew, but just stay away from Musa, please. 
Alright? This is it. Everything else in the safer is you stop here, please close the book, and get out of here. That's what he writes. This Amina called, and what's this Amina? This Amina is called Hislamdus. The person in a state of being a learner. He says, one of the challenges you have in the medicine most is a person who attacker really works on himself, so you, there's a potential soren of gaifa. You know, I'm growing, I'm getting better. Look at this guy next to me, he's just pushing on my hurts, you know. I, one of the challenges, I probably should turn off the, the recorder before I say this. One of the challenges you have. You know, B'nai Torah, B'nai Torah, there's nothing like a Ben Torah. Right? Ben Torah comes in, in Maga with a Balabas. Um, so he has two choices. He has one choice. He says, you know, I'm Ben Torah. He's a Balabas. Taki, Ben Torah. Balabas. The Shiva used to talk about the Shiva said Ben Torah. Ben Torah is, is the elite of Klai Yisrael. Miller Shul's one time, he says, he said, Relaysha tells her, so Relaysha tells her, said, you have to stand in Europe before tells I, the Bokham, what, what, they didn't have like a, a regular yeshiva. Voloshin was, was, was the first yeshiva. The Rub had, the Rub of the they come to the shtetl, they put them up by people's houses, they would eat tag with people's houses, they're basically begging them for food. And people look down, but that, we're looking down at the, the Ben Torah. The called this Nebuch, he can't get a job, he doesn't know how to do anything, etc. Came along, the replacer tells her, he made a dining room. And he gave the Bokham, he started giving the Bokham a stipend that they could pay, they paid for the rooms. And they, they didn't pay, they didn't get anything for free. So he says, he says, So, so Rashiba said this over in Shavuot, and he got this look, and everybody says, yeah, What does that mean? He says, I, I'm putting epilase in my bathroom. So he got right there, look, what epilase means. He says, no, Who knows what the word epilase means? And I guess, like, you know, Rabbi, and I go, I don't know what he wanted exactly. We should get up and answer the question in front of the whole, all the bathroom and all the schmooze. But no, anyway, all right. Go for it. Epilase. Good. All right. All right. It's what the generals wear on their shoulders, the, the shoulder patches with the beautiful the beautiful cord over there. He says, I'm making the kosher. It's taka gal the zach. So what, how do you prevent the bachim from looking down at the balabas? How do you, how do you make sure that the bachim looks at the balabas and says, you know what, he has what to teach me also. He's a pasher yid, and he has what to teach me. So, so the Altav and Kellum says that everybody has a certain feel in the, his fields, right? You know, you walk into a room, you have a few people, one guy's a tailor, one guy's a shoemaker, one guy's a... And somebody walks in, so the shoemaker notices the shoes, and the tailor notices the, 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 the suit, the cloth of the, the suit. And each person notices what he's a bucky at. What's a chacham? What's a chacham supposed to notice? Chachm is a lemon mikaladim. He's supposed to know this chachm, the chachm that's there. Mikomalanda hiskalti. Mikomalanda hiskalti. There's nobody in the world who can't teach you something. Nobody. The most most pasha the balabas, the most pasha the amoritz, the most pasha the avrayan has what to teach you. You are in a state of being a learner. In Yiddish, it's a fascinating thing that the word for a te- you know, we chazal talmud chachm. What does the word chachm mean in Yiddish? Means a person is full of himself and he's too smart. Ah, he's a chacham. A chacham is a person who thinks he's there already. He knows it all. We look down at that. That's that. We're, we're talmidim chachamim. We're talmidim. 
Chachma is to be a counsel, it's constantly to be understand that you have so much more to do. That's a very big challenge because it's very frustrating because then you're like, you know, you never get there. They keep moving the target. Like, that's one of the challenges of, of, of accomplishments in yeshiva. A person has to feel good about his accomplishments. So, I mean, I grew up in a Muslim yeshiva, so you never got a chance to feel good about your accomplishments because they always told you how much more you need to do and how bad you are and how much more you don't know and how much, you know, that, that was part of the schmooz or schmooz, you know. And it, it, was, it was very challenging. So the person has to find the balance. Revolver writes that you can't have a younger bocha working on gaiva because bocha needs gaiva. He, he needs to have a kashiva to himself. But you can't become a bagaiva. So what's the balance? You have to find a balance. He talked about a balance, how to find a balance. That's not, that's not the schmooz. But that, that the goal in life is to, is to absorb Chachma, and there's so much Chachma to know. So, yeah, if we're going to sit there and be frustrated, you know, there's so much more to know, like, you know, we should be happy what we've accomplished, but that it should ever say that we're there and there's not more to, so much more to do. The Chacham notices Chachma. That's Islamdus. There's always what, what more to learn. Right? I've been davening since I'm, you know, you know let's say, Five, six years old. To ever learn how to re- learn how to die? Not to die. Relearn how to die. Think about it. Maybe there's a new way. To, maybe there's something more I can learn. I one time said that the latznu, right? What's latznu? I'm a let's. I mean, I am. But okay, but the, the, not me. But you know, the, the average barker talk is not a let's, right? You know, I'm a, what's what's latznu? See, here's about a new. Here's about a, a, a frum kite or a minig that you know some people have. Yeah, they're so frum, the sugar is, they're so frum. That's lots of them. You can't, if you're not going to master something, you can't learn from it. Once I had a conversation, you know, I have my good litvaks over here, you know, cynics, they're making fun of Nittelnacht. You know, Nittelnacht is a weird, it's, for, for litvak, it's like a strange thing, you know, you don't learn tariffs, so, you know, because it's too much, it's, it's muzar to, to, to litvak. I said, you know what, you're right. But can't you learn from that the Zahiris to stay away from the world of Tuma, the world of Abu Zara? Isn't that what to learn? So you'll apply it your own way, fine. But there's always something to learn from something. You're always in a, in a, in a learning mode. So a husband comes into a marriage and he says, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, I, I get it. I'm very logical and all thought out. They have the whole question and she's very emotional. Right? See, he's, he's, they're not going to be shown by us over there. They're not going to have one message for the kids. Right? The husband listens. He says, "You know, my wife might know something I don't know. She has talk, She has an insight which I didn't get. You know what? My kids might know something I don't know. They might understand something I don't understand. Maybe I'll try to understand why they're doing what they're doing, and they might really le- learn something from them. If, if at least just understand where they're coming from. So that's a whole different. That's, 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 I'm not talking to them. I'm hearing from them. I'm not talking at them. I'm talking to them then." That's the problem of the Ben Sarmur, because when we talk at the child, it doesn't go. And we hope one day there'll be somebody who'll be able to talk to the child. Who will hear what the child has to hear the child, hear his curl, and give him back a different curl. But that you can't hear his curl if you're talking at the child. Well, if you're busy talking and not learning and not absorbing, you are not going to hear your wife. You're not going to hear the child. You're not going to hear your Caruso. You're not going to hear your Rebbe. You're not going to hear anybody. And that's the meat of Islam. I'm sure the Kazakh.
we're talking about Shabbos, we're talking about a Kabbalah for the year. And so the Kabbalah for the year is the Bachar's Kabbalah for the year. He should be a good Bachar. That's, you know, there's no, no, the goal is that he should become, you know, Rebari Levine overnight. Please, you know, that's not a goal. Right? Not, even over, not even over a few years. You know? The goal is you should be you. Right now, your job, I, I told you that, that you know, the year that I became a Rebbe, tells us you. So I said, you know, my Kabbalah for the year was I should be a good Rebbe. That's the, put, that's the role the Russian put me in. So I should do it as best as I can. A Bakr's opportunity right now is the opportunity to learn Islamists. Learning the Harusa is the most, one of the most challenging areas. Revolta says you can't work in Gaiva. One of the ways that automatically you work in Gaiva is with a Harusa. Right? We, have, we all have the experience. You learn Harusa and you, you say your Pshat in the morning, he says his Pshat in the morning. So Rishul Salanta writes a letter of Tarli Shemar, Lima Tarli Shemar. He says, what's the definition of Lima Tarli Shemar? Lima Tarli Shemar, the first, he said there's two stages in it. The first half is a Lima, which he calls gift. Gift is a Yiddish word, which means like intense, intensity. Well, well, so, you know, you get worked up. Rishul Chaim used to always, Zichel Abrach, used to always get upset enough the Bach and learn too quietly. You have to yell at your Kharusa. Right? You've got to yell at the Kharusa. You've got to get on your nerves. Like, you know, how in the world can you look at more like this? What are you thinking? It's not Shad the Gemara. Now, some Sofer says that the goal is not to keep repeating the same arguments over and over again. That's called broken record. It's not, it's not called a conversation. Like, you hear sometimes you hear these conversations, you know, it's, it sounds like that, you know. But they don't hear it like that because they're too busy you know, talking at the other person. Not talking to another person, talking at the other person. The person's talking to another person. He, he, yeah, you heard that already. So why are we repeating this ourselves already? So the goal is to get to the point where I very clearly have explained to the other person why I believe what I said is true. I have attempt to answer all of his questions. And vice versa. Now we both understand both opinions and now we make a decision. That's the goal. But don't give in. Because, you know, I think you're wrong. Says, no, no, you're wrong. Okay, whatever. Like, what do you mean, whatever? Put your ego into it for a second. Say, what do you mean? I, had, I thought of a shot. I think maybe I'm right. Let me think why, how I can answer your question. Well, maybe you feel like this. No, that can't be true. I'll bring a right. You're being Marbatara. You're, you're working to get that closer and closer to the Emmas. Because the more he challenges you, and the more you answer, the more you're Mavar, and you, you, you push it, get it down to the Nakuda. The Nakuda. This is talking not the point. This is not the point, but this is the point. It's very challenging. Okay, now you've been going at it for half an hour, an hour, and, you know, but by now, you're a little bit worked up, you're, 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 your face got red a little bit, and you call him a few names along the way also, you know, like, you know, and you realize he's right. What do you say? You say, thank you so much. Now we know the Emmas. I really appreciate the fact that you forced me to find the Emmas. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Most people say, no, that's not what they say. They say, Echer. Right? That's as far as I can say. Say, you are right and I am wrong. Thank you. No, it's like, that's like probably worse than, you know, like, you know, Neil Kipper, you know. That's how you take care of your guy who are learning the Jerusalem. That's the meaning of Islamists. This guy, which you, for now you've been, you've been convinced this Pasha, he's Pasha, you don't know what happened to his brains. You, Pasha, it's, it's a nebuchadnezzar. Like, you know, he was born, you realize that he's not talking not so stupid, and you're the one who's stupid, he got it right. That's the training of a yeshiva. And when it happens once, and it happens ten times, so maybe you should learn you should do it with your wife also, and do it with your kids also, and do it with the balabas and the, and the shul also, because maybe Taki also has something intelligent more than you. No, for sure, I'm right this time. I had a mice, I had a bus. I was saying a share for Balabatim in Cleveland. Beginner's Gomorrah. 
So there were six guys in the in the shir. Five of them were really true, but they never had learned in yeshiva. They had very little background. The sweetest guys in the world. There's one guy who was a shano pirish. He learned the yeshiva for X amount. He had a very bad experience in yeshiva. He had a very bad taste for yeshiva people. You know, he came in with a chip with with the chip on his shoulder, and every t- week he came in. His goal was to prove how the Gemara was wrong. Like that was the goal, right? The fellow's name was Eddie. So, the first week I answered to him why maybe, maybe the Gemara is not wrong, and maybe he's seeing it incorrectly, and this is the way the Gemara makes sense. Okay, the next week the same thing happened again. After like the 13th week, I was pushed sick and tired of it. I pushed it, couldn't take it anymore. So I said, Eddie, I said, you know, listen, I don't mind you asking any question you want to, you can ask the question, fine, it's no problem. But ask the question, like you realize the last 13 weeks, you ask questions with this intensity of clearly the Gemara is wrong, and you're right, and I've answered you why that that's not true. So just ask it, you know, here a question of the Gemara. Don't have to make it like the Gemara is wrong. He says, no, but this time the Gemara is wrong. Like that was his answer. The, the, the purpose of limiting Yeshiva is to train you the Gemara is not wrong. Yekarus is not wrong necessarily either. The rabbi is not wrong. I, you know, right? The rabbi is not wrong. The rub is not wrong. The Balabas is next year is wrong. Your wife is not wrong. Your kids aren't wrong. Maybe the problem is you. It happened enough times in base matters that you realize that Taka, you missed, you missed the point. You didn't chop something. That forces you to learn to be an Islamic. That you're in a state of mode of learning from other people. Instead of being a Fartika, being a Chacham, you're a Talmud Chacham. You're a Talmud. And the greatest title we can give to a person is a Talmud. That husband and that wife who will be constantly listening to each other and learning from each other and realizing maybe that they have, somebody else has an insight, they're going to find what the Bresham wants them to do. They're going to hear Kodesh Baruch voice also. Because they're not coming in with, I'm right, what's the Chazal which says that I'm right? They're coming in, I don't have no idea. Bresham, please tell me what to do. I want to hear what you have to say. Please teach me. Help me find the Amos. Help me understand what, you, what your rotten is. And then I will do it. It is, it doesn't come from an thesis of a lack of self-esteem. It comes from a, a confidence that I have the strength to find the emmas and I have the strength to admit that, 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 that I want to tell you something about this issue. Why do you say, why, why do you say it here? Why do you say you're right? Because it's felt in COVID, right? Now, besides you, every person around you will look at you which way. If you say, you know what, I realize that you're right and I'm wrong, you say that, or you say a hair, which one do you get more covered for? Honestly. For admitting that you're wrong. Not for saying, saying a hair. Because it means you're, pushing, you're, not, you're, you're stuck in your gaiva. And the guy says, you know what, Baruch Hashem, we finally found the members, I appreciate it so much. Yes, I was wrong. Wow. Tremendous respect. It's not from loneliness to admit that you're wrong. It's from godless. It's a trust that you, you are strong enough that you're not affected negatively by the fact that you made a mistake. I'm still a good human being. Why do people, why do people resist admitting? Because they take it as an attack on their being. There's something wrong with me if I admit that there's something wrong because my definition of myself is I'm perfect. Misa, I told you this, Misa was... Uh, I have a chaver who uh, works in Kira, but he's, he's, he's Valetza. He's a very, very powerful person. That's his nature. 
he gets a mice, he gets a phone call from somebody in a phone booth. Again, that's something which they have in the Smithsonian. You can look it up. All right. from, a, from a guy in Lakewood. Maybe Lakewood, they still have phone booths. I don't know. I don't know. That the fellow is contemplating, well, then he's contemplating suicide. He's pushed, he's, he's has so many barriers and so many different things he's doing wrong, he just wants to get it over with, etc. Right? So this, he's getting a phone call. This fellow says, somebody, he says, somebody told me to call you because maybe you'll give me a way to deal with this. Like, this, this is great. So he's standing on the, he's, he's basically, he's like, I'm on the bridge, I'm going to jump unless you come up with a good idea to tell me why I shouldn't. Like, that's the conversation. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that phone call. But I can guarantee you, I would not have said what he said. He says, you know what your problem is? You're Balgaiva. He says, what? I mean, all the severity. He says, no, 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 you thought you were Moshe Benu, and you realize that you're not Moshe Benu, and you're so upset that you've got you going out of your mind. You know what? You're a human being to start with, with disruptiveness and problems, and right human being with a problem. What's the problem? What's wrong with you? That's what he said. He was so right. The, 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 when, we, when, we, when we fail... We take it as an attack on our person because we thought we were talking very, very chashiv and we realize that we're not. And a is destruction. You know what? You're talking ever so chashiv and that's okay. You know what? You're a human being. You make mistakes. You know what? So does everybody else in this room. So move on with life. Be comfortable with who you are. And then when your wife points out to you why you're wrong, you say thank you very much. Yeah, it hurts a little bit. But I'm not sure. But you move on with life. Like that, that's, that's like... I don't know, and you know what? You get much more respect from your wife, which is what you really want deep down. You want your wife to respect you, like and admit it, to try to explain to you why you really believe that you were right, and why you thought like that, and why you, what, what your mistake was, and how it's not your fault. And, and but, you know, like really, you get a lot of respect from your wife from that. So she can say, "Well, I have a stubborn ox, uh, as a husband who can't admit that he makes a mistake." Grace are covered. Be comfortable with yourself. You know what? We're human beings. Yes, we're human beings. We make mistakes all the time. The Russian did not make us perfect. The Russian was perfect. We human beings are failable. Okay, good. Now what? So, Baruch Hashem, I, this mistake I clarified. I am so much happier. The pshat in the Gemara, the pshat in how to deal with my child, the pshat in what the, the mess. And now I can start learning for everybody around me. And now I can start learning from a sitter. What's the sitter talking to me? What is the Balchai saying to me? You can learn sneers from the Chasul. I have to tell you, an average, an average Balchai is not going to learn sneers from the Chasul. Like, really? First, he doesn't know what a Chasul is. He doesn't know how it works either. But even if he did, eh, it's a behemoth. It's a behemoth. The Russian made it with Chachmah. There's so much to learn from it. Like, really? If we're Tamidah Chachmah, we're Tamidim, we want to learn. There's every, everything can teach you something. That's the meat of Islam. The Rebbe says, if you can't get that, please don't do it. Sorry, be a fine Jew. Down three times a day, put on tefillin, and give stalker, and have a good day. That's what he says. I, mean, I didn't write it. Mashkiach said it. He knows talking about much better than I do. That's, I think, the message from Ben Saramara. The Jerusha Kabbal Schar is that we shouldn't be so vulnerable that it's difficult to learn a lesson from, from our partner, from the, 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 the next door neighbor, says, you know, you don't really handle your son right. Chutzpah, chutzpah, tell me how to my son. Thank you very much. You know, let me hear what you have to say. Now, I've seen how he handles his son. <laughs> he knows about how to deal with children. 
You're right, maybe he doesn't. But maybe at this point he has something you don't have because you're in a game with I want to hear what he has to say. And if he's, if he's, and if he's talking about enough to come and tell me about it, I might as well listen already. What do you lose? That person will find what Chris Burkle wants him to do, and the, and the husband and wife will have the same message to the child, and that child won't be, won't be a Ben Sarah Because what's a Ben Sarah? He's being Sarmi over. He doesn't listen to his father. Umara, he gives it his own directions. He's a 13 year old who's farting. He really knows how to deal with the world. Where did he learn it from? Excuse me, where do you think he learned it from? <laughs> from his tata. That's where he learned it from. Because he saw every time his mother tried to explain something to his father, so I said, hey, what are you talking about? So he's going to have respect for his mother, and he's going to learn that, you know, the, the, that, that godless is, uh, the search of Chochme is to admit that you don't know. Well, what did he learn? He's, he learned from his father. His father's, you know, the Chabal Gaiva, and, and then cannot admit anything wrong, so he does the same thing. So he's the Ben Sarah Murrah, the Shkayev. That's something you want to teach your kids. You ever make a mistake in front of you? It's interesting, Chinook Shaila, I'm not talking the Shaila. You make a mistake, right? What do you do? Do you tell your kids? So one told because you know, covenant of the father, you have to make a mistake. You don't make a mistake. It's past Now, there might be the geese over there also. Main, you know, they're just very possible there's a geese over there. But you know what? If you tell your son, you know, I made a mistake. Human beings make mistakes. It's okay to make a mistake. It's such a hush of a message. It's such a hush of a message. It's okay to make mistakes. You know, my son, you'll make mistakes also. You know, I'll make mistakes tra- training you also. Thank- and if I do, I'll, I'll say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'll try to do better next time. So what will the child learn? And we make mistakes, and you move on with life, and you try to do better next time, and you'll grow from it. It's a hush of a message. That child won't be a Ben Sarmar. Because that child saw what it means to be a listener, what it means to be a Talmud. We should be a Taka, the Kabbalah for the year, she's talking to be Tamidim. Tamidim from Rechaveirim, Tamidim from Rebbeim, Tamidim from the, the dog in the street. Right? Everything has something to teach you. I'm saying Shikha the sun is because the mice, you know. But I'm, I'm serious. Everything has something to teach you. And the sitter has something to teach you. Every time you open the sitter, there's, something to, there's, there's a new message for you. Every, every day there's a new message. Yours should be different. You're the exact same thing as yesterday. So isn't there something, a new message in the sitter for you? Isn't there, isn't there a message? What is the message that Tefillin says to you? What does Tefillin say to you? There's so much to learn. There's so much to absorb. There's so much that there's, the Russian gave this tremendous bracha. There's so many ways to learn, and so many opportunities to learn. And don't be impervious, but out of absorb over them. Not because you're an because you're strong enough and big enough to say, I want to, I want to grow more. I don't, I don't feel damaged if I say that I don't know. That's normal. And I will absorb, and I will absorb, and become a Talmud Kachan Nesanship.